Hey everyone, and welcome to The Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood, as always. You got me, Emmy. Whoa. Hold on. Take that back. <laughs> Whoa. Who, who do we have here? This is a new person. Me, we don't know who this Amy, person is. <laughs> and Joe. Hello. And the birthday boy, Johnny. Johnny. Hello. Happy birthday. Another. Johnny is the you, baby you, of, a, of us all. I'm just the baby. I'm just the baby. <laughs> um, even though I have like a full beard. and, and You have the fullest beard. Hair. Well, actually, you have the biggest beard out of all of us. That's just true. That's true. But Amy's is the most well-kept. Yes. It's well, most yeah. well-groomed. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely uh, see it with how well-groomed it is. Yeah. yeah. But yes, uh, this is my birthday episode. Happy birthday. birthday. Pick Johnny. Thank Yay. you. Another year, another year older, another year wiser. Are we sure about that? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> How wise can I really get? I don't. I don't. I don't really know. You don't want to get much Might wiser, order. believe me. That's true. Yeah, just the prime I've example of getting so too wise. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we actually have. We're back to our normal episodes after celebrating our 100th episode last week. Wild celebration! I mean, can't believe we did it. It's been we did it it's, four years. I forget of this, how long you guys. we've been doing this. Four yeah. years. It'll yeah, it doesn't feel like it it I thought it was like we'd been doing this for like maybe like two years. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was gonna last six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I figured we'd get bored. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot longer than it feels. It does not feel like we've been doing this for yeah. four years. Yeah, well, a lot's it happened. Like... The, the world has turned. That's, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So one I am thankful for is having this podcast because it has kept us together through a bunch of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I am. I'm very grateful that we we get to do this. It's fun. It's so fun, even if it's just like kind of a. A little hobby. It's mm-hmm. very fun. Exactly. It's one of my favorite things to edit in the week because I just get to laugh again at our conversations. <laughs> I mean, our conversations are fantastic, which is why we record them. <laughs> yeah. For the ages, for posterity. There you go. When we were all in the office together, we used to talk so much for hours instead of doing work. <laughs> well, work is uh, lame. It yeah, is. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to work these days, Amy, okay? They just yeah, want to make podcasts. Quitting. <laughs> Quiet quitting. Uh, yeah. It's, it's quite okay yeah it's quite you quite. gotta have the alliteration otherwise it doesn't work i only know yeah. about that because of npr it's not because i actually it's not because it. you because you, you're, you're <laughs> quite quitting that's not the reason no nope. nope. uh so amy what do we got on the docket for talking trailers we've talked about the teaser trailer we've actually talked about this twice already but nice. the rings of power is coming out this week and amazon the new trailer Pri- wait this amazon, oh, yeah. yeah it's on this amazon week. prime yeah amazon it's, prime's the Rings, Rings of, of Lords power. of Powers. I don't know. <laughs> the is it's just called it's just called the Ring of Power, right? It's got nothing. To, it's got like rings, n- plural. The Rings of Power. Because we all know that there's more than ring. one ring. <sighs> Yeah, because yeah, I think this is oh. the forging of all okay. of the rings. Yes, but it's called the Lord, the, one ring. the Lord of the Rings colon the Rings of Power. See, I was wondering if they had the Lord of the Rings moniker in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is, so yeah, it's called the full title, the Lord of Rings, the Rings of Power. It's a lot of rings. It's a lot of rings. Yeah. It's like we're Sonic the Hedgehog. There's title. so many rings. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange joke coming from you, Joe, but uh, I'll, I'll allow it. I don't think you've ever played a Sonic game in your life. He's watched the movies, though. And I remember oh. uh, Sonic the oh, Hedgehog was yeah. a big deal when I was little. Uh, yeah. I never, he, I never played it, but... I saw it being played. I forgot yeah. that it was a movie. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't seen any How of How could movies. you forget Ben Schwartz? Now. I mean... 
don't know, because it's, I don't know. It's Johnny's, John, Johnny doesn't have a big crush on him, that's all. That's true. I, I true. Ah, well, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, okay. now that I think about so, it. So, Johnny has a crush on him, but he needs to see him. His voice alone will not do the job. Yeah, you I gotta have it. the hair. You gotta have the hair. You gotta have that John Ralphio huge hair. Yeah, exactly. So, this is like a, this is this new trailer. This it's is like, like the their official trailer. trailer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a it's it's finally coming now, so it's it's only. I find it very weird that they're giving us the full trailer so a week before the movie or the show comes out. Yeah, it's pretty strange. Yeah, uh, but everything about as of this recording is this, strange, so, yeah. the show comes out not this Friday, but next Friday as we're recording it. Right. So when like this week is and live, a half. it comes out Friday. Yeah. So yeah. so a week and a half. I have a feeling it's because the seed, the, the effects wasn't weren't done. Probably. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's the most expensive television series ever. Yeah. Which is a hell of a thing because there's some really expensive TV series out there. Yeah, like Stranger yeah. Things. Like season four of Stranger Things was extremely expensive. How, do you know how much it was per episode? Uh, No, but I could probably look it up. The, I, I, the only show that I know per episode and it was quite expensive at the time was game of thrones when it very first started was i think seven million dollars an episode and that was when it started Mm -hmm. yeah it looks like vulture says it was 30 million per episode so 270 for the entire season wow yeah that is a lot that is a lot i wonder it says 100 million more than top gun maverick for Stranger Things for the entire season. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say Top Gun Maverick was uh, more entertaining than Stranger Things season four. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, so I couldn't tell you, but I don't know. <laughs> I like Stranger Things season, what is this, four? Season four? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, and it said that Rings of Power season one, a single episode was $58 million. Wow. Do we know and how many episodes? eight episodes. Okay. Wow. So do that math. No. That's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. My Moolah. God. You know, this thing does look expensive, though. I mean, in the trailer, it looks it looks like a movie. It does definitely look like... Yeah. $464 million. That's a lot. For a TV show. Oof. That is uh, that's a steep price. That is... I, sh- yeah. But the trailer... So this trailer... It, it, you can see it in the production, at least in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So far, it looks expensive. My whole problem with this whole thing is it's a rhetorical why, because I know why they are making it. You know, yeah. obviously, why? Lord of the Rings is a huge IP. We live in the days of, if it's not an IP that people know, it's kind of worthless. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not making you the big bucks. So I can understand why. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but most recently, I think this week, actually, a huge uh, video game conglomerate actually bought the rights for Lord of the Rings and all of its like mm. Hobbit uh, related um, IP. Oh, wow. That's interesting. It is very strange that this huge video game conglomerate now owns the rights to Lord of the Rings. I don't really think it's a great idea. I don't know. I think, uh, I think... The movies, the, the all you needed. I don't know. It's like I get that Tolkien wrote a huge world mm-hmm. and has mm-hmm. like so much history to it, and that there's a lot of stuff you can mine for it. Yeah. But I'm wondering if I don't know. I'm wondering if anybody's going to be interested in this. Uh, this this so this trailer specifically, we haven't really we haven't even really talked about the trailer. But this trailer specifically, I was sort of confused for a little bit because I'm getting this and that new Game of Thrones spinoff uh-huh. thing confused, yeah. and I thought it was already out. So I was like, oh, why are they giving us a 
trailer for a series that's already out. Mm-hmm. But that's the Game of Thrones prequel series. That's the one that's out now. Yeah. Right. Uh, and this one hasn't come out yet as of this recording. And my brain, while I was watching this, I was like, wait a minute. Isn't this already out already? What's going on here? And I was like, oh no, this is... Because it looks super Game of Thrones-ish. It doesn't really look mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Uh, not that it does. It looks well, Lord of the see, Rings. What constitutes as Lord of the Rings is because they and I read an article where they were very specifically trying to separate themselves from the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings. That's so interesting because when we were talking about how expensive this show is, one of the things I thought was, I guess a lot of the money went to making it look exactly like the films that have come before because I think it looks very but much Peter like But Peter Jackson had zero stuff. input in it. Oh, they know. sent him the script, yeah. but that's it. They never, they like ghosted him after but that. In, but in terms of, in terms of just visuals, in terms of the lighting style, the soft focus on the camera, the sort of story book looking perfect imagery it all to me looks very much like an impression somebody doing a very good impression of his i guess now six lord of the rings films yeah yeah but i think that's just like that whole fantasy vibe like when i think of elves because gladriel's the main character so in elf i think of that soft focus mm-hmm. and that may stem from me growing up watching lord of the rings but that's kind of just like what i associate with elves in general yeah that's probably true i think of the keebler elves because then there's like the stuff with the dwarves where it looks kind of gritty and dark which is what i would associate with dwarves right yeah, mm. but regardless, I would say that I think the show looks like you could watch the movies and then watch the show back to back and you wouldn't feel yep. like a hard stylistic turn from one to the other. Mm-hmm. I do think it would be weird to make that hard turn in order to make it feel like it's a part of the Lord of the Rings world. You should, you, you know, probably tie it back to at least visually what was, we've seen already, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So if, if you were like going to maybe like go your own route, quote unquote, yeah, I don't think I don't think that'd be the best idea for a show that I already don't think it's a good idea, but yeah. uh, we'll see. What did you guys think of the trailer? Like, did you like it? Were you just more excited, less excited? I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really changed my opinion. I'm still going to watch it. The only reason I think that I've become a little bit more excited has nothing to do with the trailer. And it's more due to the fact that I found out who plays Gladriel. I cannot pronounce her name. I don't even want to try, but she <laughs> plays Maud in St. Maud. And that's like one of the more recent A20, I think it's A24 horror films that came out two years ago. I really loved it. It's very very intense, very weird. But she plays the main character in that and she's fantastic in it. Hmm. So that's the only reason that's kind of got me interested to see it. Interesting. Johnny, how about you? Were you well, you already said you kind of feel like the show's a bad idea. So is the, the trailer kind of just a big meh? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what story they're supposed to be telling. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, I, I, lo- I love the Lord of the Rings movies, the movie trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I don't really know a whole lot. I, I really like um, world building and yeah. just general like um, fiction. Mm-hmm. And so I do find the Lord of the Rings mythology, it's lore, super interesting. I've seen a couple of videos mm-hmm. where people like break it down or whatever. Yeah. And I always find that stuff to be interesting, but I don't know much about the specifics of it all. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm wondering, so this is supposed to be like where those nine rings of power or however many rings of power are created, I mm-hmm. think. I'm assuming. Yeah. And I'm not, enti- so I'm not, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the story for this is or why I should care. 
Yeah. You know? From the trailer, I saw something about like Galadriel's brother is killed during a battle or something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the <laughs> that, that's the, that's all she got. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't even get that hearing you explain it. And I was like, okay, okay. That, that, I've watched it twice, and that's the only line that stuck out to me was like her saying something about her brother dying. Yeah. yeah. So like this whole thing just looks like I don't know. It, it, it looks like Amazon was like Game of Thrones is really popular. What, what, what can we get to sort of ape that? People like those Lord of the Rings movies. It's like, oh, what if we made mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings? but like Game of Thrones, which I was funny because when I first watched Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, somebody was like watching Lord of the Rings and we're like, this would be great, but you know, it'd be even better if it had tits and dragons. And someone was like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen, and I talked about last week how obsessed I am with fantasy. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I've never cared to watch it. I would say if you're a big fantasy fan, Game of Thrones may not be the show for you. It may not serve those interests only because Game of Thrones is kind of like a fantasy show that isn't interested in fantasy yeah, yeah I mean, at least at the I, beginning. it's never interested yeah, yeah. me in general yeah and, I, i've well, just never watched it and i never cared i don't like fantasy i have read not only all the three lord of the rings books and the hobbit and <laughs> seen the movies i have not seen all of the hobbit movies because i refuse um, after why? the first two i learned my lesson <laughs> yeah yeah uh i have read all of the game of thrones books and have watched but he doesn't like fantasy three well no i don't like <laughs> fantasy because i've actually given it a try it's kind of like how atheists are really well versed in religion yeah. i mm-hmm. want to yeah. i want to like i want to like it mm-hmm. i'm into I'm, i like science fiction i like harry potter mm-hmm. which is kind of fantasy yeah mm-hmm. it's fantasy light yeah fantasy light classic fantasy you think iron age type medieval-ish yeah like lord of the rings yeah i think lord of the rings is like the basic architecture on which all fantasy is built Mm -hmm. i've read all of the game of thrones books that have been out so far and i've seen i think the first three seasons i can't fucking stand that show i Mm -hmm. hate that show Mm -hmm. and i liked the books until the fourth one and then everything came to a screeching halt i was so sick of it that by the time i finished the fifth book which is still all that there is i was done reading those books as well and got rid of the ones that i had the first three were great like, after that i was like no, i'm no, done I'm, with this i'm done yeah the first couple of seasons of game of thrones are really good and then the last couple of seasons are really bad yeah so it's a very uneven show yeah um but that said for me the trailer i'm with you johnny i'm very much so of the mind why and also sh- sure i understand that the original trilogy that peter jackson made are beloved the hobbit mm-hmm. films are divisive at best mm-hmm. which means that between the last well-received lord of the like universally well-received lord of the rings film which was 2003 no yeah Return of the King. 2003 Oh, so we have almost 20 years between the last really good Lord of the Rings media and a series that's meant to buy into that. It seems a little bit late to the party. (laughs) A little bit. When they announced they were making it five years ago or whenever they actually started, I was Mm -hmm. not interested. And then as details have trickled out, I've still been totally uninterested. Then I saw this Mm -hmm. trailer and I still think, "Eh, when was the last time you really loved an Amazon Prime show? I've heard Boys is great. Uh, Boys, the Boys. Boys is really good. The, the Boys is really good. What about Invincible, the animated series? I Invincible's watched the first like, five episodes. Good. I heard that's really good. Um, I do like that I, one. I liked what I watched. If we're talking about like love, like, you know, th- I think those are really good series. Fleabag is another one. Oh, I did love Fleabag. But you're right in that it, Amazon Prime, people don't, uh, I don't know. The Boys definitely has gotten some some traction yeah. lately. But it's not the premier source of Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're going Netflix. to Disney Plus for Marvel or Star Wars or you're going to HBO for pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or Netflix um, for buzz, but not necessarily quality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no. To the point where it's like I... I 
you know, we hang out with a lot of people that are all sort of in the same stuff, the same nerdy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anybody be like, oh, I'm really excited about this Lord of the Rings show. Pretty much everyone that I've talked to that is a Lord of the Rings fan has been like, mm, yeah, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a I show. I haven't talked to Ward about it. I wonder what his feelings are. Because he's another like really big fan of yeah. Lord of the Rings. He loves those movies. Yeah. And books. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did talk to him about it once and he was just like, mm, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I still haven't seen that Game of Thrones prequel came out i think this week or last week as of mm-hmm. this recording and i'm wondering what if if i'm going to unless i hear like really great things about it and how it's like amazing then i'll probably check it out on the second but as of right now i'm like eh. yeah so this is actually an interesting point that you've brought up to johnny about the fact that this new game of thrones prequel has come out and right hot on its heels is what feels like the same damn thing yes yeah. uh, i read somewhere that audience anticipation essentially like audience desire for a thing people were more excited by far for this new game of thrones show than they were mm-hmm. for the lord of the rings tv series yeah i mean yeah. just speaking of numbers hbo did like announce that their that that premiere was like he made huge numbers it was like one of its big i think it was yeah, his it biggest its premiere record. ever yeah yeah so yeah. it's like oh people still are interested in game of thrones even yeah. though that had such a terrible reception by the end of its run mm-hmm. but it is more recent yeah it is more recent that's what mm-hmm. i'm that's a good point but yeah so this lord of the Rings show i don't know i guess we're gonna see on september 2nd what's what's what's, what's going what? on here yeah yeah but like as of right now i cannot separate it from this lord of the rings prequel show i mean lord of the rings is game of thrones prequel show mm-hmm. and yeah. so like it's all just blending in my head and i'm like what, what is what is this and they're both prequels they're both high fantasy they're both like they're real they're both i'm sure Mm -hmm. very expensive it'd be interesting to know who spent more definitely rings of power amazon i mean yeah because it was touted as being super house of the dragon house of dragons yeah it even has a similar name yeah a house of dragon cost per episode uh 20 million per episode oh wow budget look at that small scale filmmaking right there how many episodes (laughs) um probably 10 it doesn't probably say Wait, yeah, I don't, the... yeah, 10. It's 10, according to IMDb. It's 10. All right, yeah. so half. I mean, really, truly half. Half the cost. Yeah. <sighs> Wild. Well, we'll see if that... I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll... Count, I don't know. All the Tolkien fans will be like, this is amazing. Yeah, but know. it's something that we've been waiting for and it's been like talked about for three, four years now. Mm-hmm. People are probably kind of bored with the discourse on it. Completely yeah. forgot that that was a thing. Right. Because it probably hasn't been advertised anywhere outside of LA or New York very highly. Because I think the, here and New York are the only two places that you really get major billboards for TV series or films or whatever. Because hmm. I never yeah. got them. I never saw them where I grew up. It wasn't until I moved out here. I don't know. Amazon is everywhere. And if there's not going to be a billboard, you're going to get an Amazon box that's taped up with special <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power tape or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely do see the power of Amazon, just its reach that it has. Per- but, but that's to that point, I was, I guess, surprised because I sort of forgot about this show until mm-hmm. I was at Comic-Con last month. They had like big exhibitions for it or like big like outdoor installation type things for mm-hmm. it. And I was like, oh yeah, that 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 series is coming out. Mm-hmm. But that's really the most advertising that I've seen for it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Oh, 
Oh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think I've had any trailers or anything for it besides like from my Amazon, like being subscribed to Amazon on YouTube and seeing the main actress on Colbert a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I have definitely seen billboards for House of Dragons. I may have seen one maybe for Lord of the Rings, but I'm not entirely sure. I only mm-hmm. knew about the trailer because, Amy, you sent it to us. I I have not seen anybody else talking about it or yeah. posting mm-hmm. it or anything. I just... Yeah, I, I think... I, I, if I open my Twitter right now, there's a, I think there's an ad. Last time I had my Twitter open mm. for Lord of the Rings, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. All right. Well, Speaking. <laughs> yeah, go for it, Amy. Transition us out of this, of, uh, this Lord of the Rings. I don't know what Game was your Thrones transition going to be, Johnny. <laughs> I didn't have one. That's why I threw okay. it to you. Uh, well, I guess speaking of, we'll see how things are going to go. Oh. <laughs> the, the movie that Johnny picked today is, Johnny, <laughs> you want to announce the movie that you picked? It's Dodgeball, 2004's Dodgeball, colon, a true underdog story. I always forget that. So it's that, based colon. on a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess. Totally okay. based on a true yeah, story. Yeah, wow. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? The reason I put picked this movie isn't because I specifically like it's one of my favorite movies or anything like that. It's more just this movie. It sort of encapsulates the theme of this show. I was watching TV and I was passing by. Uh, HBO or something and they were playing it and I was like oh mm-hmm. Dodgeball I haven't seen that movie in a really long time I remember I used to really like it uh, when it came out you know like I had mm-hmm. the DVD I'm I, I pretty sure I saw it in theaters and then I bought the DVD quoting it all the time it was one of those movies that we would quote constantly and I have not seen it probably in 10 years Yeah. I was about to put it on and then I was like oh wait no this is why we have the podcast and I was like yeah. oh and then, <laughs> so I was like, and, then, and then like I texted you and I was like oh do we have this on the list and you were like oh no I'll put it on there and then I was like oh well, it's kind of sp- Sports related, uh, so yeah, it's your so, theme. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a theme it's for my birthday. It's a running theme. Always choosing balls, the- balls. Yeah, I guess you know, <laughs> balls, baseballs, dodgeballs, well, all kinds of balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And then I started to think about it, and I was like, huh. I'm trying to like the bits that I remember, and I was like, hmm. I don't know. We'll see how it's 2004. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, I don't have high hopes for it, but we'll yeah. see how it, we'll see how it goes. And so Johnny, you saw this movie. Oh my god. Like, when did you first see this movie? Uh, in theaters. Back so when in it came out. 2004? Yeah, 2004. Yeah. I would have been like 14. So it's like the perfect sort of movie. And this was like uh, Vince Vaughn, and he was coming off of, I think he was coming off Wedding of. Wedding like, Crashers? Uh, no, Wedding Crashers was 2005. He, but he uh, was he Mr. Late 90s, early 2000s. He was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, or was it Was it old school? Uh, maybe it was old school. Yeah, it was probably old school. The Luke Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, Will Ferrell mm-hmm. one. But yes, Vince Vaughn was on a tear during this time. It specifically just like appealed to teenage boys, probably. Right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, that sort of dumb, mm-hmm. uh, lowest common denominator humor <laughs> type stuff. Yeah. And so I remember just loving it. And there were, there were things... I remember just quotes from the movie that we would just always quote out. Like one of one of the quotes that still lives in my head, rent free, as the kids say, mm-hmm. is Jason Bateman plays a, a character in this uh, where he's like a, he's a sports he's a he's like a sports announcer for he's like the announcer mm-hmm. for the dodgeball games or whatever. Movie. Yes, uh, there's a lot of really strange character actors in this movie hmm. uh, that you were mm-hmm. like, huh? I don't know, why would this person be in this movie? But it was 2004. It was a different era, Joe. Yeah, right? it's true. It's, it's, the, it's yeah. the one thing you gotta understand about this movie. That was the, it was the, a different the era. roaring bush years. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but the line is, they're going to forfeit. And it's like, oh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> 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 Which anytime, anytime, you're just like, oh, 
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays <laughs> up. Uh, uh, that's always a great one. That's but anyways, funny. do you guys have any knowledge of this movie? Did you ever see this movie? Is this your first time? Like, what's, what's I going think on I've seen this movie because there was a brief time in 2008, 2009 when I went to, for one year, I went to a college that actually had dorms. So I like moved away from my parents and lived in a dorm for a year. And mm -hmm. I think I think I watched this because I have a slight memory being in one of my friends rooms there's like a loft bed we're sitting under the loft bed on a futon eating pizza and watching tv and there's like a bunch of us I remember that's the first time I watched the clockwork orange I'm pretty sure we watched dodgeball there and a bunch of other of these like 2000 e type movies but I don't remember much of it except for the scene of Rip Torn in a wheelchair throwing things at people mm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Justin Long and Vince Vaughn. I think that's it. But it's also like one of those movies that I don't think I liked it when I watched it mm -hmm. because it's that's one of those enough. early 2000s, mid 2000s movies that I hate. Pretty much any Jed Apatow movie, Wedding Crashers, Superbad, Anchorman, like Step Brothers, all of that kind of stuff, that era of movies, mm -hmm. I hate with a burning passion mm -hmm. because they are teen boy movies. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, just think they're yeah. so stupid. Yeah. And I hate them all. Yeah. Well, Flush them yeah. down the toilet. And the, the, the guys in those movies, whilst being adults, quote unquote, do yeah. act like teenage boys. So they're kind of awful. Even the ones yeah. you're supposed yeah. to root for. Mm -hmm. It's that lowest common denominator thing yeah. that Johnny said. So, yeah. yeah. That's so, what's, Movies that is a teenage boy. Yeah, yeah. To teenage boys. Yeah. So I didn't see this. I was working at uh, Hollywood Video by this point, um, mm -hmm. and I could have rented it for free, and I didn't, which should tell you something. Oh, good choice. <laughs> um, I, I did not see it in theaters. I did not rent it. I feel like people probably asked me when it was on the new release, well, oh, how's this? And I'd say, I don't know. How about yeah. this instead? And I would point them towards like a Hellboy or, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I've not seen this film. I, the only thing that I immediately remember is if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball and mm -hmm. that's it i i was i think that's like a trailer thing because like i think the reason i remember rip torn in the wheelchair throwing things is because that is like something that is permeated through pop culture yeah so i may not have even seen this and that is what i remember of this movie mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. that being shared around yeah and i know that Vince Vaughn was in it, Justin Long, and Ben Stiller playing his evil guy character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, all, it's literally all I remember. Mm -hmm. But when I brought it up that we were going to be doing it for the show, Sarah was like, oh yeah, that movie's funny. Interesting. Yeah. I am going to love to hear her take after mm -hmm. we watch this. Uh, but yeah. Well, right. you guys, are you ready to see if we meet the lowest common denominator? I'm ready to see <laughs> if I, about, about if I can dodge a wrench i can dodge a ball i don't know Did, yeah. so let me ask you a question because this is actually sort of rare ish for a movie mm -hmm. because in this case it is a movie in which all three of us could have a close personal experience to because at some point i think we've all been a part of a dodgeball game whether nope. or not we mm -hmm. want it to be we never played dodgeball oh really Johnny? really we played kickball yeah of course yeah which is very similar i've almost yeah. broken fingers playing kickball we get really aggressive i was on a kickball team for three it's years just Damn. baseball with with a with the dodgeball. Whereas no, like dodgeball. It's, it's a harder is... ball than a dodgeball. It's not like a, it's yeah. not those plastic <laughs> dodgeballs you see in this movie. It is a hard ball. It's like a basketball, but harder. Ooh. Interesting. I've been I hit thought, in the I mean, by a basketball and it sucks. I've gotten hit in the chest more times catching a kickball than I care to admit. Mm. My arms swelled up when I would play kickball because you catch it and it, you hit right here. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And it's kind of like when you play volleyball really hard and you hit it wrong when you're bumping and you hit 
it like on your wrist yeah. you get like welts i think i have no idea what kickball is because this is very confused it's like you're saying kickball but then it is a ba- lot of- it is basically baseball but with a ball that you kick instead of you hit with a bat and it's a bigger ball it's like the size of a basketball but instead of having bumps all over it's very smooth and looks like a soccer ball ours had like octagonal shapes on them uh-huh. like a soccer ball but they were the color of a basketball they were a little bit harder and thicker than a basketball kind of like the outside felt like a medicine ball um, but it wasn't 10 pounds it was yeah it was light mm. yeah yeah okay yeah, so johnny you played know. you played dodgeball though in school yeah just regular every dodgeball yeah yeah, yeah you, just, so did you, I. you line up on a thing and you say which is funny because usually i always associate like dodgeball for like i mean when we played it in school but uh, you know i've always seen it in like movies and tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. and it was always like something from like you know the midwest so it's interesting i mean that you never you guys never played dodgeball because yeah. my yeah because kickball was basically the same i mean it was the same as baseball but i'm pretty sure we played it with a dodgeball mm. so i don't yeah I, we I don't we played yeah, dodgeball certainly in elementary school i've never been a sports person whether playing them mm-hmm. or watching mm-hmm. them but dodgeball always had a special place and stood out from the rest as being the very meanest game you could possibly be involved <laughs> in yes mm-hmm. and it's a brutal painful shitty game i don't have like fond memories of dodgeball hmm. i was never like they make a joke in this movie where it's like oh dodgeball is a sport of like humiliation and degradation so make sure to pick the strongest kids first or yeah, whatever yeah. like i was never like the last kid picked or the first kid picked so i was somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. uh and so like, i don't have horror stories of like getting hit in the face with like a dodgeball or anything yeah. like that yeah, it was fine it was fun but it mm-hmm. is like looking back on it i'm like oh yeah no it's probably it's a pretty mean-spirited game yeah it is it very much yeah. so is <laughs> I'm trying to find a picture of what our kickballs used to look like, but I searched kickball and it comes up with dodgeballs. Interesting. As all yeah, the pictures. That's what I remember. So I think with. maybe we used a different kind, like a soccer ball, but it was a different kind of soccer ball. Because it wasn't like shiny on the outside and like kind of like a pleathery feel. It was very like rough-ish. Is it possible, Amy? Like a basketball. That- because you said you'd never played dodgeball. You were playing with dodgeballs, but they were not identified as such. And because you'd never played dodgeball, you didn't know that there was a difference. No, because they did not look like this. They did not look like these dodgeballs. You could not press the ball and have it give. It was very, very hard. It was basically a basketball without the bumps on the outside. Hmm. Maybe somebody was just really keen on filling balls at uh, school. <laughs> no, because this is a regulation ball. Like it is what was used not only at our school, yeah. but we played competitive competitively against other schools wow like it was our one of our sports teams like football or basketball yeah wow Kickball? and every single school in the archdiocese played using this ball this type of ball Jeez. and we could go buy them at like dick sporting goods yeah. or whatever huh. they take their we kickball seriously house. in the midwest Man, if, you, if you're looking for balls go to dicks <laughs> i mean dicks has balls <laughs> it's, I mean, it's right there the slogan oh, man all right well let's watch this movie let's watch this thing before we watch the movie a quick word from our sponsors and now our feature presentation We're back. And oh we're back God. from our trip to the 2000s. <laughs> Amy, were you able to, to pause your, your search for balls to watch this movie? <laughs> yeah. I had to. I had to. I was going to go crazy trying to find this ball. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll I, go have first. Never, I, I have not seen this movie. Okay. I was going to ask, okay, I was like, did, did anything come back to you? But uh, you said you had, so you had everything that I remembered familiar. that came back to me was stuff I'd seen in a trailer or in memes or okay. things like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Um, I will also say, I fucking hate this movie. Me too. Yeah. I hate this movie yeah. so yeah. 
so much. This, this movie's as I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is. Uh, you know, it was funny because I, I was like watching it and there's some bits that still make me laugh. The bit where after Rip Torn has died and like at the very end where it's like the emotional or like the like inspirational speech that he gives him through like the scarf or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when he ends it, he's just like, bye bye. <laughs> he just waves and he disappears. Yeah. That shit I thought was hilarious just for how stupid it is. Yeah, the funniest parts to me, the only times I laugh were Owen not knowing who Steve the Pirate was and then pretty much anything that came out of Jason Bateman's mouth. Mm. Bateman's the best character in this movie yeah. he's only in it for like a little bit but he is the best part of this movie this movie as a movie's sake and even as a movie's sake terrible yeah. just terrible it's just it got, was excruciating it, they're, they're, yeah it, it it's was pretty hard bad. for me to watch mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not it's not good it's definitely not. It's one of those ones where i was like huh looking about it i was like yeah like, i don't like you remember the spots that you laughed at yeah. you know as, as a 14 year old mm -hmm. yeah. and then everything else kind of like you forget about it and then while you're rewatching it you're just like oh yeah no, this isn't very good yeah like the, the journey like, this yeah. wasn't as funny as, yeah the journey's the journey not anything the jokes that you laughed at it's just not worth yeah. it yeah and even the jokes that i used to laugh at aren't as funny and i was like oh that's disappointing. Yeah. There are some bits that still work for me. Like everything Bateman does. Bateman and uh, Gary Cole. Uh -huh. I, I love mm -hmm. those two. Another interesting thing. It's not really to do with the movie, but it's sort of to do with the movie. I'm pretty sure it is. In the movie, they have ESPN 8. Oh, the Ocho. The Ocho. Yeah. Oh, I think you're going to yes. say one of my fun facts. But oh, go ahead. Continue because you can say it instead of me. Oh, okay. Well, so ESPN 8, The Ocho, I'm pretty sure originated with this movie. I'm pretty sure it's like a, a joke mm -hmm. about sports and you know the this dodgeball obviously this whole movie is a set kind of a send-up of sports movies in like you know a, a huge network that's covering the, these sporting mm -hmm. events and it was a joke espn 8 because at the time you know espn was sort of expanding so from its espn to espn 2 espn news i think they had like espn u at some point oh yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so they had they had a bunch of other ones uh but espn 8 the ocho is an actual thing that happens now what? since mm -hmm. this movie on espn i think it's ESPN2 for like one like Friday. Uh, it was ESPNU changed its name to ESPN Atheo Yeah, so it happens, I think it's like maybe a yearly thing that happens like once a year uh -huh. for like a, a weekend or something and it's a bunch of obscure sports that they're like, wow. they cover. they embraced it. Yeah, I, and so it's funny that it comes out of this movie because I'm like, oh, this movie's pretty terrible, but that it does endure in that and I was watching it this year actually and I was watching, what was I watching? Slippery Stairs is what they called it <laughs> and it was just a bunch of dudes in different colored bodysuits yeah. with like different colored helmets and they were trying to make it up these stairs that were very slippery. So it's basically like a, a Japanese game show and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right? <laughs> I watched that. And yeah, and it was, but it was broadcast like a regular, like a regular sports broadcast. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. would be with like announcers and everything. And, and and so they do, you know, ESPN does that, which I think is very funny. And the fact that it comes from this uh, movie is extremely funny. Funnier than the movie itself. I actually, so <laughs> yeah. I did sort of get that joke only because I remember, I think it was uh, Saturday Night Live a long time ago, did a joke where they were like, ESPN, sports, ESPN 2, crappy sports, ESPN 3, <laughs> old crappy sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah. by the time you get to eight, uh, by the time you the get Ocho. to Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> like what could you be left with which yeah. is just like uh... I, I will say the only i only laughed once in this whole movie okay mm -hmm. It was, a, it was a real laugh, which was when they're thinking they're going to lose really badly. He's like, they're going to hand our taints to us. And then somebody goes, what's a taint? And he goes, I don't know. Sounds bad. <laughs> 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 the only time yeah. I laughed. This movie was like a, uh, a 
offensive and it was uh, offensive on a number oh, of yeah. levels because it's it's very offensive yeah because like, oh yeah so like and you don't remember those parts well, I mean, I don't remember those parts because there weren't things like I really focused on yeah. at that at that age. And it was, you know, it was the 2000s. It's kind of what I was saying this whole time this movie was coming. I didn't think something questionable would pop up. I'd be like, it's the two, it was the 2000s. Like the massive <laughs> sexual harassment that poor, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. whatever her name Rampant is. Rampant. For, for, uh, yeah. Like, and, from and it's everywhere. From, yeah, from everywhere. And it's funny because Vince Vaughn's character, the main character, is awful. He's a terrible person. But like... Everybody in suppo- this is like, like a terrible person. Except for... Like Christine Taylor's character, yeah. Uh, I would say uh, Owen's character, right, and uh, Justin Long's character. Yeah, I would say all the side characters. I feel like are generally okay. It's just our main character is awful, just truly terrible, yeah. mm-hmm. and his antagonist is awful. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's only slightly less awful than than Ben Stiller's antagonist, which is funny because um, I remember when this movie came out. Obviously, it got terrible reviews from like film critics, mm-hmm. uh, but at that at that age like that shit didn't like yeah. i was like whatever yeah uh i was like roger ebert didn't like this movie what <laughs> um, <laughs> but i remember like one of the reviews somebody had mentioned like oh it's ben stiller playing a lesser version of his antagonist character in heavyweights yeah because in heavyweights mm-hmm. he's also like you know this fitness mm-hmm. dude that's like an asshole and at the time i never really made the connection i was always like oh those are two separate characters what are you talking about and then this viewing around i was like oh yeah i guess they are very similar and this is a much worse version of it like the his antagonist character in one I think Heavyweights is just a funnier movie but yeah. I think we talked about Heavyweights a long time ago mm-hmm. one of yeah we did an episode on it <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah exactly but yeah there's not the two main the two the lead and and the antagonist are quite awful people and I remember their interactions and their jokes and everything in this movie being a lot funnier mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I, it is an interesting thing to at least be like oh I, I've sort of like matured <laughs> I yeah. suppose an yeah. example of I guess this, these jokes only work when you're 14 years old yeah like, when yeah. did that happen johnny you matured Look at that. i know <laughs> i you know like, it's my birthday so you know. you're turning Another 32 year. you gotta mature sometime yeah yeah there you go there you go. So in a way, it's it's very good that that I still don't resonate that I don't resonate with this movie anymore because there's yeah. real growth. Because I, I mean, did, it is sexist. It's homophobic. Yeah. It's, it's all types of phobics. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I think the thing is, it's interesting because, like you said, Johnny Vince Vaughn is only slightly better than the antagonist. And I remember, like, as soon as it opened, and I was like, oh look, here's a loser here's asshole a who is yeah. not paid any of his bills, is not paying his taxes, is somehow running a business, and yeah. that business is going under. And a part of me was like. Well, well, yeah, you should. We're lose supposed your to root for this guy. Like we're yeah, exactly. We're supposed to <laughs> yeah, root for this yeah. man, and it kind of felt a little bit like uh, you know how people are looking back on. In the case of Ghostbusters, Walter Peck, the EPA guy, was not wrong to go investigate what the Ghostbusters were doing, and they should have treated the office that he represented with more respect than they did. And mm-hmm. so the bad guys of the old days are not as bad as I think we remember them being. And in this case, I remember thinking like, okay, Ben Stiller's an asshole, but he's clearly a better business. Man. He's running yeah. a legitimate business, and it's not that I liked him. This is how the world works. Yeah, yeah. his only—I re- mean, he's got a lot of faults, but his only fault in the movie to our protagonist is that uh, he's buying his business because yeah. his business is failing because yeah. yeah. he sucks because as a human being. Because he sucks, <laughs> and he's a nightmare. He'd be a nightmare to be friends with. He'd be a nightmare to be in a relationship with. And the fact that he's also been antagonizing Ben Stiller's character with uh, like the stripper Graham and and all these other things that he's done that he he confronts him about when he goes to visit him at the gym. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, 
yeah, no wonder he wants to get back at you and burn your house down, essentially. You've been, yeah. you've been poking him with a stick. So this Vince Vaughn slacker character was not engaging, and I didn't understand how we're supposed to... I mean, he's I guess he's nice to the people who go to his gym, but big deal. Well, again, it was the 2000s. It was, you know, it was a different era where the slackers, that like, those were the cool people, the people that didn't yeah. care. It's Nobody, true. you know, they were just, they were just cool. Mm-hmm. Every Jet Avatar movie in the 2000s, and all of those ones that I listed earlier, every main character is the shittiest person alive. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. That's part of the reason why I don't like his films. And then Vince Vaughn, I think, has a special aura to him, something that followed him from film to film, mm-hmm. which is this overwhelming sense that he doesn't want to be here, like as, a, mm-hmm. as an actor, as a person on camera. He just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to care or want to be mm-hmm. a part of any of this, which really also kind of takes all of the air out of the movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. And, and yet, this slacker, we're still meant to not only think that he's our hero, but that even there's the bit towards the end once they've really gotten into the dodgeball thing like the competition and Patches clearly thinks that he's the best player. It's like, are you kidding? No, it's Kate. It's her. She's the best player. Why do yeah. you, why yeah. do any of the rest of you think that this is the guy to follow? Sexism. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so the triumph of the slob is it just it, it bothers me to no end that essentially here's this successful smart woman this educated woman this professional woman who has to help this schlub be all yeah. that he can be what the fuck mm-hmm. and, and it's like I found mm-hmm. that yeah. offensive well it's like I wrote down the over sexualizing of women grosses me out she's a lawyer she has zero agency though I feel yeah. like in this movie other mm-hmm. than being a fucking sex object she does rebuff Ben Stiller's character's advances and probably one of the best scenes in the movie is when she basically just like takes him down yeah. outside of her house. Yeah. There's so many lesbian jokes. The yeah. race, there's so much racism. It's just, it's so disgusting. Yeah. I wanted to vomit multiple times throughout this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when she takes him down outside of her house, she could still be excited for that. That would be assault. <laughs> yeah. Which also bothered me. It's like, you, as a lawyer, you didn't have a better way to deal with this. Yeah. But she's There's not no doing it in like, self-defense. He wasn't doing anything to her. All he was doing was refusing to leave. You, you call the police if somebody's refusing to leave the outside of your house. If somebody's trying to break in, then you can all of a sudden invoke self-defense. You can murder you. them. Yes, you can. But make sure you do. You gotta go through <laughs> all the way. If they just get really hurt, they can come back and sue. But um, honestly, the only thing that I really liked was how the dodgeball scenes were shot and edited. I thought those were I didn't even pay attention to that. I was so far gone by that Mm. first dodgeball scene when they played the Girl Scouts that I didn't even care what the rest of this movie was. Oh yeah, no, no, that bit. So basically, I I feel like the movie woke up in the third act. Well, that's, I do, all the stuff with at the dodgeball tournament when they're in Vegas is the better part of the the movie. But that's mainly because of, I feel, Jason Bateman and Gary Cole's commentary Mm -hmm. as the games are progressing that I find very funny. Jason Bateman specifically, like all of his line reads are just, they're fucking great. There's this one line, uh, Gary Cole's just like, oh, this is unbelievable, folks. And and Bateman comes in and he's like, it's just not believable, Cotton. (laughs) Like right after. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Because it was even that bit where you said uh, the the quote that lives rent free in your mind. Uh, I feel like that bit when you said it was funnier than what happened in the movie because I'd already been assaulted with an hour of unfunny movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So some of that comedy was lost on me just because I've become callous to this movie. Yeah. You yeah. were just like waiting for this fucking to end. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, to add insult to injury, they uh, bring in that Lance Armstrong cameo. Disgraced athlete. Yeah. Gr- and that... that did not age well at all. Nope. 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 Oh my God. No, it does not. I saw him in the credits and I was like, 
ooh, I don't know what this is gonna be, but it's not gonna be good. <laughs> it's it really was the two thousands. It was a different era. <laughs> you can't keep saying that. It doesn't. No, but that's the joke. Yeah. Oh, I hate I it. I mean, you know, it, but it's like in the same vein as a lot of movies at that time. Yeah, so. it's not some like highbrow shit. <laughs> where I, it, just in general, like I feel like this period of t- this time period is very lowest common denominator in terms of like what was popular in entertainment, not just in movies. But mm-hmm. obviously, this was also the say the rise of reality TV shows on TV, and just um, I don't know. I just don't think I don't think the two thousands were a very good decade for a lot of stuff. Honestly, like music wise, nah. Movie wise, uh, but, but there's like, some great movies that came out in the two thousands. I mean, I mean, yes. Spider Man, Sam Raimi Spider Man, which Amy will fight us on. But but you and I yeah, agree yeah. that those those it's two better than this. That those two great <laughs> Sam Raimi Spider Man movies came out in the two thousands. Yes, yes. A, a, a year. This movie came out in two thousand four. Yeah. So a yeah. year later, Batman Begins came out. There's some movies for the ages that came out in the two thousands. I guess for Lord of the comedy. Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings had just finished. That's comedy. early two thousand. Yeah, comedy. Yeah. Wise. Um, I mean, I was talking about just in general, just in g- the general decade of you yeah. know, 2000, 2010 not being particularly great. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. What do I know? <laughs> Yeah, what do you know? You liked this movie at some point. When I was 14 years old, you're damn right I did. This was probably one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen. Nah, definitely not. But what? But I will point out a couple things. One, this might be too past your time, but the heavy cheerleader girl at the beginning was Mary mm-hmm. Mary Beth Denver. Mary Beth Denver. Yeah, yeah I wrote that mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. From Nickelodeon. Or Lori Beth Denver. Lori Beth. Lori Beth. Mary Beth. Yeah. Lori Beth. Lori Beth. Yeah. All that. She sits at the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, wow, look, there she is. Yeah, no. Probably I, I watched all that because I wasn't allowed to watch SNL. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that makes sense. That's, that's a fair trade. But also another, along with Lori Beth Denberg, another character actor in this that I was very surprised to see, and only because I've been re-watching it recently, is the guy that plays Owen. He is an emo slash goth intern in the show Bones. He's a, yeah, he's a character actor that just shows up kind of all over he the place. He shows up in random stuff. But yeah, he's a he comes up... Uh, he's like got a guest appearance on I think it's like season seven through twelve of Bones. Mm. He's actually I guess he was an Avatar and he's gonna be in the next Avatar. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He was an Avatar. He's one of the soldiers. That's right. No, well, he, well, he was. Yeah, he came with the soldiers, but I think he was like a. He was like a tech. A good, he was the good soldier. Yeah. Well, right? he was one of the yeah. academics. He, he'd been. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember fucking Avatar. I saw it one time in the movie theaters. He, he was the guy that like hooked him up to the wires and the the bathtub. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he I had don't, an avatar see? and Alan Tudyk. We can't forget Alan Tudyk. I mean, Alan Tudyk. He's so underused in this movie. Yeah, and why? I remember the part. Why? I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like this is I one of those movies. Know. Here's the thing. It's to use his voice acting abilities for his real. Yeah, to make him a character that we remember. Right? Yeah, he needed to be a weirdo, right? Since all these people or were give like him that weird glorious outcast. makeover when he just looks so gorgeous at the end when he gets his hair cut. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? You, you know why I think why? it's Pirates. What? Pirates of the Caribbean came out 2003. Oh, so they just wanted to... Mm. Yeah, pirates so when pirates, pirates were pirates were hot that year. So, it's true. You know, that's true. They were on, oh. People needed their pirates. That's true. Here's the thing. is There's kind of two sorts of comedy. There's the intelligent comedy that takes real-world situations or cleverly sends up and makes posturous a normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very clever or that they just... I know I always go to Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters is a movie that is a comedy. 
but has comedy worked into it in such a way that it is part of the DNA of the movie, but comes from the movie itself, from the situation. The plot mm-hmm. of yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like self-generated things. That's why it's it's a funny movie, but it has everything in a really good balance. And then you have a movie like this, which is actually uh, the reason why, maybe the reason why I brought up Ghostbusters, because it's a perfect example of how to do it wrong. Because then there's movies like this, which are so stupid. There's no way any of this could possibly be happening in real life. Therefore, it feels like comedy for comedy's sake rather than comedy mm-hmm. that arises organically. And I bring up the Paul Feig Ghostbusters. There's a bit at the end of that movie where, for whatever reason, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy get their hair turned white. And then Kristen Wiig dyes her hair and it's orange. And she says, it's Garfield orange. And it was not even a picture of Garfield the cat on the box. It was a picture of President Andrew Garfield. And it's like, why? Who would put mm-hmm. President Andrew Garfield on a fucking box of hair dye and call it Garfield orange? Who would do that for the cat? This is bad improv comedy. This <laughs> yeah. is this is comedy yeah. that makes no sense and is therefore not funny. Yeah. It's not an observational humor. Because like observational humor can be great when you're like, yeah, why is that? Or if you're drawing mm-hmm. an equivalency like Jim Gaffigan will and he says, being a parent is like being a tourist because you're tired and you're just looking for a bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's funny because there's this equivalency to two very different things. It's very clever. And yeah. dodgeball is the president Garfield hair dye. That doesn't make any sense. It makes, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it comes from nothing yeah. and nowhere. Yeah, but- I mean, this isn't like the same equivalency that you're talking about, but it's just something I thought of. The exact moment, I can pinpoint the exact moment where this movie lost me, mm. is the scene in the bar after that first dodgeball fight. Ben mm. Stiller repeats everything after Vince Vaughn, and they keep going back and forth. Yeah, I was just man. like, what the fuck is happening? Why? It's pretty what? bad. Like, it, was, it felt like it was being forcefully funny. Like, mm. they were trying well, so hard yeah. to be funny. But there was no substance to it, yeah. uh, because yeah. there's no substance to any of this movie. Yes, when I, when I was watching it, that, that specific part, it probably goes on for like minute. maybe like a mi- minute and a half, like a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that could have been easily cut out in yeah. this movie. There's another thing around this time also, like com- like these sorts of comedies would release on DVD, like an unrated version, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would just be like them doing more improv. Mm-hmm. I think I had that version of the movie. I'm not entirely sure, but I thought you can definitely cut this out. You, sh- you should have cut it this out. This yeah. is not good. This is not good yeah. for pacing. This is not good for jokes. It's just not funny. It yeah. just it needs to be gone. Yeah. And this movie's already an hour 35, which is or 32, an hour 32, which is it hour 32. So long. Yeah. It felt interminable. <laughs> and I will say it's funny editing wise. There was a point that scene where Stiller offers Vince Vaughn the bribe. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I stopped watching it for that because I forget the entire scene in the hotel room. Yeah. Because when he comes back, I was completely confused at what was happening because I think I went to the kitchen. I left the movie playing. No. And my kitchen is like literally yeah. part of my bedroom and my living room. Yeah. But I was like messing around with my fridge and stuff. Yeah. And I couldn't hear what was happening. I don't think really and truly I don't think you were confused it's shoehorned in in a way that's very confusing he's at the bar then he's in his hotel room then he's back at the bar I don't know if that was editing wise that it was meant Mm -hmm. to happen after everything that happened at the bar but it makes no sense story wise for that scene to be there yeah no there's there's a lot the whole thing with like Justin Long going and like going to the cheer competition like what's the why it doesn't actually matter yeah no it doesn't I mean it's you know you could think like oh it's it's for that love interest story to like close out or whatever but he could have easily been, done. been cut out yeah. like i mean it, the yeah, see if the it, pirate stuff could have been cut out this mm-hmm. could have been a short film yeah because the see if the pirate stuff is never really paid off either it just kind of it happened. wasn't resolved no yeah it's it's 
I, yeah, it's not good. And then I did think it was funny. The last thing that I have on my my notes here is that pirate treasure ta- chest says Deus Ex Machina yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the fun facts I was going to pull, but oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There were so many dumb fun facts. Mm-hmm. But shall we transition into the fun Might facts? as well. Shall mm-hmm. we dodge talking about this film and <laughs> yes um so speaking of the unrated cut the unrated dvd contains a fake commentary where ben stiller and the two main actors do nothing but fight as well as claims to hate each other before storming out 40 minutes in and then the commentary is replaced with a commentary for there's something about mary the real commentary is on the dvd as an easter egg there's a couple different easter eggs that you have to find while you're watching the movie dvds 2000s this was a 2000s yeah. so i think there's like one where it's right after Christine Taylor comes in and he like snaps for his bodyguard to come in. Mm-hmm. And if you click enter when you snap, something else comes up. Huh. I don't know. It was, there was like three different Easter egg things that you could find that I didn't pull them all, but yeah, on the DVD. That. Yeah, well, that, that was the, that was the golden age of DVD technology. They were really over-engineering those bad boys. Yeah. yeah. There was a cameo a couple of times that you may not have even noticed. You may have, because this is a very um, iconic voice. He's a very distinct voice. Pat Oswald oh, yeah. did yep. fully work for the scenes where Ben Stiller's having his private time. With the pizza. Yep. With the pizza, which, oh my God, I was eating pizza during <laughs> that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the foods you uh, could have been eating. I was Amy from it. I thought you were going to say, I was touching hilarious. myself with pizza during that scene. No. <laughs> oh, no. I had, I had a slice of pizza halfway to my mouth. And no, I had to sit no. it down for like a good 15 minutes. But he's also the voice of the store clerk calling about the overdue videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I caught that. Yep, I definitely, this I was is, like, why is he in this? But okay, mm-hmm. 2004. Yeah. On the Rich Eisen show, Stephen Root said a lot of the audience members during the dodgeball scenes were actually prison inmates. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do love Stephen Root. He's great. He's great in everything. Yeah, yeah. He it's was true. really good in this. And it made me miss Barry already. Mm-hmm. Oh, Barry. Such a good show. It's only show. been like so three good. months, but I miss Barry. We need more Barry. Yeah, it's true. I got a fever. <laughs> the only thing that will cure it is more Barry. Chuck Norris cameo. Yeah. I pulled that because, you know, he was. we just talked about sidekicks. Right. And then these mm-hmm. next two mm-hmm. I pulled because it's Johnny's birthday. Norm MacDonald can be seen in some of the Globo gym scenes. One is in the commercial where he is in the background working out. At one point, he's talking to some girl who is working out and looks like he is hitting on her. He might have just walked nice. in and was hitting on her. <laughs> I know, you yeah. might have just been like, oh, well, where am I? Okay. <laughs> and then the other one is White Goodman says that nobody makes him bleed his own blood in homage to Nelson Muntz saying, you made me bleed my own blood on The Simpsons. <laughs> I was wondering why I knew that line because it's yeah. like, I know I haven't seen this film and I don't think this line is famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Simpsons, that's right. Um, and then I have two more fun facts and then a couple recastings. It is a popular fan theory, like Johnny mentioned, that Ben Stiller's character is the same person as his heavyweights character, Tony Perkins, and that they are both eagle maniacal fitness gurus who are quite partial to the color purple and i think in heavyweights he was also fat in a previous i think that prior to becoming a fitness guru yeah i will also say that this is like a stock ben stiller sleazeball character that he because yeah he 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 was this this orderly in whichever adam sandler movie he's an orderly happy gilmore yeah Yeah. so he's just when he plays a sleaze this is what he goes to i think generally it doesn't work because it always comes off as an act and not as a character yeah Yeah. um and then the last fun fact is one that makes me very very sad this is one of dame helen mirren's favorite movies according to rotten tomatoes what that's 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 fucking fantastic oh man (laughs) no i'm very very sad for her no it can't be it's it's said it on rotten tomatoes it has to be it has to be true (laughs) yeah 
Uh, so some recastings. So Fran, Brigitte Nielsen was briefly considered for the role of Fran. Who's Fran? Fran's like She's the, the Russian uh, chick. the Russian from... on the... the oh, oh Jim. Jim. Miles character. Yeah. Which, yeah did yeah, you notice yeah. that even though What's-His-Face fell in love with her at the end, she's had a full makeover and has normal yeah. teeth? And it's like, well, why? If the, the no, yeah. was... I didn't notice that. I, did, yeah. I kind of I stopped did. caring. Uh, but yeah, I did notice that too. And I was like... Why? One thing that I was very confused on and upset about was they had those bondage costumes, the bondage uniforms. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they find the bondage people, the BDSM people, and get their actual uniforms back. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, you see them later on in the crowd. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. They just hang out with them. They're just friends with them afterwards. <laughs> How do they find them? Oh, well, I mean, um, you know, they clearly were like, oh, there's a dodgeball tournament going down. So I guess this is where it's at. Well, I think they were in an- another team. Although why they, why they all seem to be in the same locker changing room. So why they didn't realize what was going no. on. No, no, they weren't. The, they the were BDSM a part people of... were in like a group thing. They they were at a conference or something. Yeah, they were like at the BDSM conference, oh. and then they got their packages mixed up. Got it. Yeah, they were not in the charge ball tournament. Ah. Yeah. Two totally separate things. Cause like those were real BDSMers. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I have two recastings for two or one person recast for two separate characters. Wow. Ken Marino auditioned for the role of Steve the Pirate and dressed in full pirate costume, and he also auditioned for the role of Roman Bridger. Who I don't remember what character that is. Me neither. That's interesting, and he got nothing. And nothing. He got nothing. He's a funny character actor. He is. I would have loved I to mean, see yeah. him in this. And he would have fit he plays a sleaze ball really well. He would have fit yep, nicely yep. into the film. Yeah. So those are all the fun facts and the re- castings sad fun facts yeah that's all we got i will say the one thing that i think this movie captured is the sound of the dodgeball hitting you in the face (laughs) oh i love that thunking noise that hollow thunking noise that a dodgeball makes yeah yeah because you know how in whichever adam sandler movie it is that he he hits all the kids with the dodgeballs and it's sad because he's really billy madison because we we did that movie right yeah yeah because that was a real grown man pelting real children with real dodgeballs and and they were Mm -hmm. yeah I think that was one of the fun facts that he actually did. Yeah. And I don't know if they managed to make it safer and hurt less with all of these things in this. Like if they took any measures, any precautions to probably not. It It was the 2000s. I know the wrenches were foam wrenches, but the first wrench that hits Justin Long actually tore his eyebrow because it was a little bit heavier or something than the rest of them. But anyway, I was watching this and thinking, wow, the hits on this movie look pretty good and the Mm -hmm. sound is right. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's one on the plus. They got that right. (laughs) It's the only thing they got right in this movie. Uh, yeah, except for the so, general vibe of the 2000s. Yeah. That's what it was really will, like. This movie makes me really sad. Yeah, I will say, uh, Sarah didn't get to watch it with me. The timing didn't work mm-hmm. out. I don't think she should be disappointed, though. Yeah, no. no she probably made the right decision. I think she would be extremely upset watching this. I'd be like, I used to find this funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She should, a lot of people did. This do. was a very popular <laughs> movie at yeah. the time. It was. Yes. Right? It really was. And so, yeah. It's just, I, it's just an interesting When I had first thought about this. I was uh, I'd mentioned this. I, I was just like, huh, I really do wonder if this still holds up. Yeah. Because there are a lot of movies from this time period that just don't. This is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but there yeah. are some that do. Or at least they hold up to me where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is still funny. I still find it enjoyable. I still makes me laugh. Yeah. Something like Anchorman, which is one of those movies that you talked about that you hated. 
I, I, I didn't love Anchorman. I still love it. It still works for me. But yeah, this one did not. As it was going along and as I was watching it, I was like, hmm, nah, no matter how like good it can get, it's still just not, yeah. it's not going to reach those heights of when I was 14 years old. Yeah. I was able to be like, huh, I guess I have matured a little bit. I guess yeah. I have grown. You've outgrown <laughs> it. You've outgrown uh, it. Yeah. So I guess that's Johnny's answer for does it hold up? Big yeah, no, I think it's a no. consensus. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like, yeah. this is excruciatingly unfair. Absolutely not. Listener, do not go and review this movie or watch it for the first time. <laughs> Just leave it, yeah. leave it in but the But you saw it in 2004 or in, around that time and it was a movie that you remember having positive experience with, I, I do want to know if you rewatch it again and if you have those positive experiences. Yeah. yeah. Are you a shit person? Uh, yeah. I am glad, really glad that cause as we're watching this, it's like it's it's one thing to crap all over a movie that somebody just picks for the show at random. But when it's a birthday movie, I feel like there's just a little more reverence that we that we afford it. And, yeah. uh, and so like as I was watching this movie and thoughly not enjoying it, I was like, oh, man, poor Johnny. I'm going to have to lay it all out. Why I don't like his birthday. Pick. I don't know. I think you guys. Oh, no, I haven't done a decomp for my birthday yet. <laughs> yeah, because the last yeah. one we did was October Sky, which is a great movie. Or at least, you yeah. know, yeah. It's, it, it, maybe it's not a movie for the ages, but it's it's a good movie. It's a movie that's But the last done. decon that I did. Yes. Yeah, after I finished this, I was like, this is my equivalent of a decom. <laughs> this is a... No, but that's Sidekicks. Sidekicks is the decom. Well, no, no, what? just like that this is Johnny's decom. What, what, this, yeah, this... this is my oh, equivalent okay. of what a decom... You grew up watching these Disney decom movies. I grew up watching these... Uh, gross boy these movies. Shitty 2000s gross, comedies. Yeah, shitty comedies aimed at like 14-year-old kids, like boys. It's just the inverse. It's the, it's the flip side of the, de- of the decom coin. Yeah, it it is literally the decom's shadow self. Yeah. <laughs> the dark side of the decom. Hey, it's our new podcast, <laughs> Dark Side of the Decom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's a consensus on it doesn't hold up. Nope. But like Joni said, if you have seen this and you liked it, rewatch it and let us know what you think. Or if you didn't like it, but let us know on Twitter, Instagram at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S or NostalgiaEffectPod at gmail.com. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. Thank <laughs> you.